The following is a sermon that was preached at Faith Lutheran Church in Sharpsburg, Georgia. For more information about our church or to hear past sermons from Faith Lutheran, visit georgiafaith.com. Thank you for listening. For thousands of years, the heart of every city was its gate. It was at the date that most socializing and commerce would happen. It was at the date that the guards would stand there making sure the right people got in and the wrong people stayed out. An open gate meant a, a trade of food and resources, and a closed gate meant a night of safety from invaders. As long as that gate stood, they could live in peace. But if that gate were to fall, there was nothing stopping the dangers outside from coming inside. Today in God's word, Jesus stands by the temple and calls out to anyone who will listen, saying, I am the gate. I am the one that you need to live. I am the one who protects you from dangers outside, and I'm the one who protects you from yourself. I give you life. And to emphasize this point, Jesus tells a parable about sheep. Throughout the scriptures, the picture of sheep and shepherds was one of God's favorite pictures to paint for his people. In this way, God was kind of like an artist, just as you can identify a Picasso by the, the strange shapes and the abstract colors and the distorted features, or maybe a Rembrandt by the serious scenes and the uses of darts and lights. So too, we can see God's style when he paints the picture of sheep. But his style wasn't arbitrary. No, God was giving the people of Israel a picture they can, could relate to, something they could identify with, because sheep were everywhere. Sheep filled the fields, they covered the hills, and they were even a big part of their ceremonial life. And when God spoke about sheep, uh, all the people should have been able to understand what he was talking about. But the Pharisees still had trouble. But for us who may not be as familiar with sheep, what does Jesus mean when he says, I am the gate? Well, he's not talking about a gate to a big city. He's talking about a gate to a sheep pen. And it was the one place where the sheep could come in and out, and there would be a guard standing there making sure that he opened the gate only for sheep and for shepherds. And that's why Jesus said, anyone who does not enter through the sheep pen by the gate is a thief or a robber. When God painted the picture of sheep and shepherds, there was never any doubt what the sheep represented. The sheep always represented God's people. The sheep represent you and me. And as the sheep that are part of God's sheep pen, Jesus has a warning for us today. It's a warning that there are many thieves and robbers who would love to steal us from God's sheep pen. But here's the thing about stealing a sheep. You don't steal sheep by climbing over the wall, picking up a sheep, and running off with it. How you steal a sheep is by convincing the sheep that you are a shepherd. Because the sheep don't identify shepherds and other people by sight, they do it by sound. If you have a bunch of sheep in one sheep pen, they can have four or five flocks there. And as soon as the shepherd calls, the sheep that recognize the voice will come running, and the rest of the sheep will stay behind. That's why Jesus says that these sheep listen to my voice because he is the shepherd 
But if you want to steal a sheep, you have to convince the sheep that your voice is the shepherd's voice. And there are a lot of voices that are calling out to us today. They're trying to sound like shepherds, vying for our attention. And it's very possible that in all these voices, we could lose the voice of true shepherds. What might some of these voices look like? Well, there could be the voice of doubt. And that sounds logical and reasoned as it gives you evidence upon evidence why believing in God isn't worth it. He's not real and you're just wasting your time with Christianity. Or maybe it's the voice of anxiety that hurriedly tells you that you barely have time for Jesus on Sunday. You definitely don't have time for anything during the week. You have so much need to get done, so many places you need to go, so many things you need to do. Or maybe it's the flip side. It's the voice of apathy that says, don't worry about it. It's not that big of a deal. You don't have to be all religious all the time. Um, just don't step on anybody's toes. Don't get in the way. Don't ruffle feathers. And who really cares if someone else believes differently than you? You don't really have any business telling them what they should believe. Without realizing it, we can be pulled this way and that, lose the shepherd's voice and all of these voices. Because there's a lot of voices out there that sound religious. They sound beneficial. They might even sound Christian. But rea and the reality is they are thieves and robbers who are trying to steal us from God's sheep pen. Here's the difference between thieves and shepherds. A thief looks at a sheep and sees what benefit it can bring to themselves. Sheep are just a commodity to them to be used and discarded at leisure. But a shepherd looks at a sheep and cares not what's best for him, but what's best for the sheep. He loves the sheep. Jesus says that he is the gate. He is the gate through which shepherds come into the sheep pen. A true shepherd will bring you Jesus. That's how we can identify who are true shepherds and who are thieves and robbers. They will bring you God's word. They will tell you that you are sinful and that you need a savior. They will tell you about your risen Lord Jesus who has paid for all of your sins. And they will walk with you as you live your life as the Christian that God has made you to be, as a sheep that is part of God's sheep pen. Here is Jesus' encouragement for us today as sheep. Be familiar with Jesus' voice. All these voices are trying to pretend that they are shepherds. And if we're not careful, we can get sucked into their temptations but if we're familiar with the shepherd's voice, we can better hear it when he calls. Because being a Christian is not just an on-Sunday thing. It's an everyday thing. And as our confirmation students will tell us in our second service today, it is a lifelong thing. So let's stay connected to God's word. Let's be familiar with God's voice who, taught, who speaks to us through his word so that we can recognize when true shepherds speak to us. But God's sheep pen doesn't only have a gate to keep dangers out. It also has a gate to protect sheep from themselves. The Greeks didn't think very highly of sheep. The word for sheep in Greek is probaton, which means forward-moving thing. The sheep were just the toddlers of the animal kingdom. Once they got going, there was no telling where that sheep was going to go or what they're going to get themselves into. 
and it's a sheep's nature to wander. What they would do is they'd start to eat, and their heads would be stuck at the grass. They'd nibble a little bit over here, and they'd see some more grass out of the corner of their eye, and they'd walk a little bit further over here, and they'd just keep going. As long as they were finding what they were looking for, they would keep eating until they were satisfied. And then they'd look up and realize that they had wandered far away from the flock, not realizing that they were in danger because a lone sheep is a vulnerable sheep, and that's exactly what predators are looking for. In a similar way, we have a nature that loves to wander. We have a sinful nature. And as we go through our lives with a sinful nature, sometimes we follow what our hearts and our minds and our stomachs want. And as long as we're finding what we're looking for, we just keep going a little bit this way, a little bit that way. And it won't be long until we look up and realize that we have separated ourselves from God's Word and that we're vulnerable. And a person separated from God's Word is exactly what Satan is looking for. But that's why Jesus says that he's the gate, because he not only protects us from those things outside, but he also protects us from ourselves. He keeps us from wandering too far. He keeps us safe. After all, he's the one who brought us into his sheep pen in the first place. He is the one who made us his sheep. The prophet Isaiah says in Isaiah 53 that we all, like sheep, have gone astray. Each of us has turned to our own way. But the Lord has laid on him, that is, on Jesus, the iniquity of us all. Jesus found us lost sheep who were wandering away as good as dead, and through his death and resurrection, he brought us back into his sheep pen. He made us a part of his people. See, the Apostle Peter, quoting Isaiah 53, finishes his words. He says, For you were like sheep going astray, but now you have returned to the shepherd and overseer of your souls. But even now, as sheep, we still have that tendency to wander, and Jesus knows. But that's why he's our date. Because he wasn't just a date in the past. No, he's our date now. Because we don't have a dead gate. We have a living gate. A gate that lives to keep us safe. There is no sin so great that will kick you out of God's sheep pen. No, your sins are all completely forgiven in Jesus. God's mercy is new every morning. Never forget what great lengths God went through to make you a part of his sheep pen. But that's not all that gates do. Gates not only keep out and keep in, but they also open up. And as our gate, Jesus opens up to pleasant pastures. He opens up to life, a life of freedom and safety, a life where we can love and serve without fear because we know that our salvation is secure and even death itself can't kill God's sheep. When our days of wandering on earth are over, Jesus will be the gate to paradise. And there we will never hunger, we will never thirst. He will make us lie down in green pastures. He will lead us beside quiet waters. With Jesus as our gate, goodness and love will follow us all the days of our life. And we will dwell in the house of the Lord forever. How good it is to be a sheep protected by Jesus. Amen.